of Penrose, but this is not a Grime Lords episode. Newsflash, you heard it from me first. There's no such thing as a Grime Lords podcast anymore. Me and my brothers are still a family. There's just no such thing as a podcast. Sometimes life changes and things have to change. So you are now tuned into <laughs> the very first official episode of Penrose versus Anybody. Appreciate you for being here. It's a brand new show, brand new outlooks, brand new topics, and I guarantee you're still going to be riding with me, just like you was riding with us. You were tuned in to the very first official episode of Penrose versus anybody. The show is a show that showcases the documentary that is the unapologetic mind of Penrose, while all the while inviting you to be very unapologetic yourself. I'm going to talk about shit that you might want to hear, you might not want to hear. Any way it goes, I'm trying to engage you. Once we talk about these things, either A, call in and talk to me, or B, write in whatever, tweet me, however you feel. But talk back. Again, this is Penrose versus anybody. As always, man, like night is the dark started from the bottom now we here you know what i'm saying i don't know what else to use to introduce my my motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> but always with me it's everybody's favorite big cousin and now your motherfucking big cousins because we all one big happy fucking family you know it there go bj you can find me at there go bj on the twit and IG, send all emails to derogobj313 at gmail.com. Personally, send me comments, questions, nudes, proposals, contracts, whatever you want to send to derogobj313 at gmail.com. For sure, for sure, for sure. You can always find me on Twitter at Penrose Eames. For sure, still, man. On Twitter at Penrose Eames. Everywhere else, I am, a gen- I am Genius Green. As of now, you can still find the show at Grime Empire within a few days, depending on what what Twitter allows me to change it to. I'll keep you posted on what that's going to be. So you can still find the show, Penrose versus Anybody, over at Grime Empire. Um, Still follow us on the same SoundCloud, same iTunes page. Nothing's going to change. Again, we're still a family. This is just the show. This is Penrose versus Anybody. Um, Again, like I said, find me on Twitter. And, yeah, with this being the first one, it's kind of weird. Not used to everybody not being here. But 
Again, new show, new shit, right? So, um, the cover art that you see, me and BJ sat around, man, and decided what to come up uh, with the name of the show. Then we had a couple different names. I don't know if you listen to us like the entire ride, but we all used to do solo segments within our own show, and mine was called The Palliative Penetration with Penrose. So, we almost went with that. Um, we had the uh, topic, There Go Rose, or the title, There Go Rose. We almost went with that, and then we ended up on Penrose versus anybody. And we didn't have any cover art. We always had team cover art. Now we needed a solo person cover art, solo in, in air quotations. We needed a solo person cover art. And a lot of people like to mingle out outside of their, not necessarily comfort zone, but people don't like to pay attention to the arts that the people they fuck with daily actually have. So I said all of that to say that the cover art that you are seeing for the original episode and the cover art for the show of Penrose versus Anybody comes from Good Morning Beautiful's very own Talis. Shout out to Tyra Stanks at Me So Unicorny on the Twitter. Glance Devereaux on you house. You know what I'm saying? Your mama personified. So <laughs> <laughs> she snapped on the AKAs though. Right, real <laughs> shit, man. Sometimes, man, pay attention to the people that you rock with. Pay attention to the people that rock with you and respect their gifts like they like they respect yours. Um, I put some feelers out, man, and, and I asked some questions and you know, family obliged and this cover art that you're looking at was created by the one and only uh Talise, aka Tyra Stanks. So the cover art is going to change. This is the cover art for the show. There's gonna be different cover arts on the page, different cover art that represents me. And it's originally all of it's coming from in-house, inside the pod squad. So um do yourself a favor and pay attention to your family. And your, your family will pay attention to you. So I'm not going to let you know who's dropping the next one. Just know that it's in, the, it's in the pipeline and it's already dope as fuck. And I already appreciate you. You know who you are. And then when we drop that one, I'll let you know who did that one. And y'all can hook up with that person as well. But y'all go over to Tylee's at Miso Unicorny. Uh, get with her, man. If y'all need any, any artwork or anything done. And um, go over to their page at GMB. Good Morning Beautiful Podcast. And listen to them, ladies, man. They got some dope shit to talk about. Shout out to the whole killer, Miss Neek. And shout out to Sass Catchem. Uh, everybody's. Everybody's favorite meanie. No, I'm joking. I love you, Brandon. Shout out to Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. Again, this is uh, Penrose versus anybody. So, with this being a new show, we're just going to start it off like how we started. The, the show kind of started last weekend. Uh, BJ and I went down to, to Columbus, man. Uh, shout out to DMST for hosting a party down there. Yes, Drunken sir. Nights came yes, on sir. down, man. Podcast Queens uh, surprised everybody and came through. Kel surprised yeah, everybody real, and bro. came through. You know what I'm saying? So it became a big party. We recorded a couple shows, went to the bar to watch the game, and things was just dope down there, man. Like, um, we met MTV. Shout out to MTV, man. That's uh, DMSC. That's their homeboy. Shout out to Jose, a.k.a. Yeah. the manager. Manager. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, Porkchop Slim. Yeah, for sure. For Shout sure. out to Porkchop. You know what I'm saying? Everybody embraced us like like for real family. Bro. Yeah, like, low-key. It felt like family reunion. Yeah, for real shit. Yeah, it really yeah. did. Listen, we, we called Paco, say we in the parking lot. I'm walking through the hotel because I got to piss anyway. And we just kind of ran into him. And it wasn't even like... Hey, nice to meet you. It was just like family. Like, all right, right. man, we upstairs. We this way. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? So, 
And uh, I don't know, man. We had a good ass time down there. So shout out to everybody that was there. I know y'all seen the Snapchats, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the retags, the posts, and all of that good shit. So shout out to everybody that came down there that uh, showed their face and that had a good time. Now, while down there, I was told that Rose was snapping a little bit. Oh, nigga. <laughs> Whew. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy part is I don't remember 90% of the shit that, that and yo, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I know I wasn't that fucking drunk. Doc, do you know? So look, I, niggas is telling me I'm snapping. I saw the periscope and I'm like, yo, I think that periscope got turned off because I probably, yeah. Right. I can only yeah. imagine what I said after that. I haven't heard the shit the DMST gonna send us yet. But, um, so, I'm going through my daily life for this last week. Uh, I've been going through some shit, man. Ups and downs, traveling. Moms went to the hospital. Da, 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 da. But I'm noticing I'm snapping. I'm talking about going hard for no reason on the littlest shit. But they didn't put me on Advair about a month back. Nigga, I uh, looked that shit up. What the side effects are? Anxiety, paranoia, like mood swings, like nigga, and like jitter, like all of this shit. Wow. I think I stopped taking that shit like two days ago. I've been good in the motherfucker. Like, Advair plus alcohol equal Penrose with some horrible ass fucking outbursts, man. <laughs> Be, like, for real shit, I just remember being down there and I remember uh, Ave being like, yo, don't say that. Like, <laughs> and I was yo, like, when I say, like, everybody, like, your man's good, I'm like, yeah, he good. But. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna it's gonna top in a minute. Like right. just wait, you know. Everybody like he's straight. I'm like yeah, he's straight now. Hey, like, I was snapped. <laughs> Look, I'm listening. Man, uh, Billy D. Trigger's brother to the night twenty. He like yeah, I'm listening to this episode. Penrose snapping through the whole thing, <laughs> and I'm like damn man. So hey man, real shit. I am a nigga that speaks his mind. I don't really give two shits about what I say when it actually comes to. Trying to be informative and smart and, and real topics. I'm not a dickhead. I'm not just gonna say dumb shit. But when I actually think I have a point, I really don't give a fuck how it comes across. Um, but I do want to apologize to everybody that's actually had to deal with me, man. Like, yo, pay attention to the medicine that you're taking. Real shit, yo. Because I've been noticing. Like, don't get me wrong, Penrose. I'm not an alcoholic, but I do drink. So that was social drinking. I knew that wasn't it. And I knew I was snapping a little too hard. And real shit, I've been around the crib snapping and had to look into that shit, yeah. man. And so pay attention to what the motherfucker, what these people trying to pump up in you, man. Don't get me wrong, my breathing is a hundred percent way more excellent, way more excellent. Anyway, my breathing is a hundred percent. But real shit, man, that medicine had me on another one. So pay attention to what's going on. That was just a little. It, it's, it's funny to me because I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I caught it early. But that you know side effects to medicine can fuck you up. So. Yeah. Pay attention yeah, to that shit, that. man. Um, so let's jump into the show. Yes, sir. One more shout out. Fast shout out to the guy who stole $1.6 million worth of gold from an armored truck today in broad daylight. <laughs> it's an 86-pound bucket that some 50, 60-year-old Mexican man is walking around with. <laughs> I don't know if they caught this man yet by now. This was about it's 749 Wednesday, November 30th. Uh so they caught the uh, dude did this shit about like three o'clock this afternoon, some shit like that. So shout out to that guy. Shout out to that man for coming up. Right. Hey, so I was uh, I was flicking through Twitter and one dude was like, "Steals gold, YouTube's personal gold foundry hashtag wins." Like hell yeah, <laughs> like get it in. 
Anyhow, man, we're going to jump right into the show. My Twitter feed is blowing up currently due to the fact that we've been kicking it all day uh, inside the pod squad, a couple people inside the pod squad, and a topic got brought up. <clears throat> people got to talking about sex and whoring around and all of this, so I asked the question, what constitutes a male whore? So the Twitter feed is still blowing up with all these goddamn responses and questions and back and forth. And, all of that. So, shout out to everybody that's involved right now, too. Kells is on there. Uh, King KO is on there. Um, Abe at People Talk Daily is on there. Black Paco is on there. I think Black Paco sleep, though. I think he's just on there because he was in the original thread. You know that old nigga. Yeah. You know what I mean? Niggas I'd be super jealous because my job does not permit me to be in these threads like that. I'd be seeing, like, dog, they going in. And right. I got something to say. Dog, I walked outside <laughs> for, like, two, three minutes, came back in. It was, like, 50-plus motherfucking... Uh, uh, responses and shit going on So Shout out to everybody On the thread But The topic tonight is Simply The whore Well The male whore Not Not necessarily The The, the typical conversation That we have about The male whore Does it exist And Shit like that Of course it exists We We know it exists Um But I wanna kinda look at The male whore In a different aspect As to Why It exists um, I was looking up different shit today, and I was went on Rolling Out magazine, and uh, it says that the whore is the combination. Well, what it said was being a super cheater or, or a serial cheater. I'm sorry, which is a fucking whore, is the combination of effect and passion. Effect is a moment in time. You should bypass the low lying fruit, yet you don't. Instead, you pluck the fruit, then on to the next low living. I'm sorry, low lying fruit. With passion, there is a persistent, steady desire that corrupts your rational thinking. And I began to look at that. It, that's real shit, yo. I think, and when they say low-lying fruit, I don't necessarily think they mean bottom-of-the-barrel females or bottom-of-the-barrel males. I think it's what you can get at that time. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You might have caught the vulnerable girl. You might have caught another whore. You might have caught, you know what I mean? However, you got this, this sex going on. You went to the easiest route. Right, right. You know what I mean? Who was ever given up the easiest route is where you went. And also, like I said, it's a persistent, steady desire. Some people just want sex so much that it takes away from what the fuck you're actually, like you're actually, your everyday living life. It's like any any uh, disease, I guess you would say, drinking, gambling, smoking, whatever. I know a lot of people don't want to look at sex or, or being a, uh, a, a fiend, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, they don't want to look at it as a mental disease, and sometimes it possibly could be. There's people out here that's fucking right now up and down the block, and it's not because they necessarily want to in the sense of they're trying to fuck all of these different people. But sometimes mentally, if, if your head is telling you to fuck, hey, I mean, you know what I'm saying? In a, in a sense to where you could be taking over. But anyway, jumping into the... The, the conversation. We be, you believe the male whore exists, BJ? Not really. You don't? No. Okay. See, I thought we was all on board with the fact that the male whore existed. So now, this conversation definitely just became way, way more interesting. Why does what? Why do you not think the male whore exists? Um, partially because of the fact that if we understand the genetics of men, we're predators. That's ultimately what you should believe us to do like we we go after 
the bountiful. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not. I mean, I guess you. I guess you can say it's a it's a like a whorish act of a sense, but you should just about expect males to do that. Like we don't we don't nurture children the way that women do. So the right. expectations ultimately are different um, for men than women. That's why I think the the stigma or the the placement of the word whore is so strict on women because okay. the responsibilities are a little bit more detailed, contain a lot more morality, um, and the appearance of it, like, you know, which is it's still unfortunate. Like, I mean, as I'm thinking of the contrast to what I'm saying, it's still a fucked up thing, but I just think that you should expect a man to be a wolf. You should expect okay. a man to, you know, have a a lion characteristic to where he rules everything that he surveys. And that could be a plethora of women. That's now, just our nature. Now what now I will I will admit that it is the male nature to, like you say, to go and hunt. Now and not to not to push the conversation in that direction, just more of a clarification. Are you saying that the single and the married male are the, are the same in that nature, or or should it change once you're married? Now the status in which you you do your male whoring is significant because I wouldn't advocate or advise anybody to break their commandments to God. That's the one thing that I will say um, as far as the married man whore. But if you are typically the single male and you're living life. You don't have any requirements to anybody's feelings. Mm -hmm. And um, you're typically being upfront and honest with yourself being the the predator in a more, you know, masculine sense. Then I don't think that you really could label a man a whore for real. Right. You know, um, and the thing that ultimately distinguishes the two is typically women get compensated for being whores men don't now now in this in the in the uh what am i trying to say the actual sense yes but in the theoretical sense do men not get compensated due to the fact that most men who whore around for some reason seem to be desired more by other women but a woman that you know whether she's paid for it or not that whores around no respectable male wants her. Right, exactly. Now, respectable women will chase a dude that is out here fornicating on a daily. Right. Because now now that, that goes back to, again, now while, while this man is out hunting, are these respectable women still feeling like they that that nurturing or maternal instinct is, is great enough to pull him in? No. I think, I think ultimately what... Well, we need to understand, too, in that particular example that you gave is another reason why you should kind not so much accept but understand why a man could be perceived as a whore because it's still in a woman's benefit because all of this experience I'm getting is pretty much making me capable of fucking you right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I like, think, nah, I mean, I definitely agree with that. You know, like, it's not so much... It's not so much that you're supposed to be like, oh, my God, I just I think about him all the time or, you know, what I'm saying. But 
it's actually making the experience for you worthwhile because he's practicing and probably disrespecting a whole lot of women to give you that fantasy or that, you know, that episode that you see in that epiphany of what you want in the bedroom. Right. Now, that typically leaves the good guy, the the nice guy who traditionally finishes last in the dust because he'll never know what that's like. Real shit. You know what I'm, he's not because he doesn't have he doesn't have the proper application to give you those things at all. Right. He and and most times if he, if he's never attempted to find out what it takes to do that. Right. He's not even that's not even in his 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 foresight. You all know he I mean? all he ultimately knows how to do is talk down on the person that's doing what he really in his heart would like to do. Hence the hater. Yeah. 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 Real so, shit. I mean, it's it's a lot of things that I think that we we can be a little bit hypocritical on when it comes to male and female whores, but understand that being a female whore is worse because the world depends on you more than a man does. Real shit. So if you're allowing yourself now whore in the sense of being used up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like using up the earth. Real shit. You know, and this and this ultimately if you look at it like when when a man finds a female who's a whore. All right. Even though he knows she's a whore, he's still going to pay her in one way or the other. Real shit. A man is just going to do whatever he wants to do. In order to get what he wants right. to so get. Right, so here you are being compensated <clears throat> and washed up. Real shit. You, like, it doesn't really, it doesn't really, like, make any sense. Because you should have a certain level of upkeep. You yeah. should have a certain Real level. Real shit. We, I said that to somebody the other day. There's not one woman on God's green earth. If you're a woman... And you're struggling due to the fact that, A, you are out here doing it on your own, and shit, this is how you getting by. You you just, you working and shit just ain't got that right. Two, you are in a relationship, and maybe y'all got some kids, shit just ain't where it need to be, da-da-da-da-da. Those are the only two women I feel like right. should be struggling. Right. If you are a whore in any sense of the word if you are single and you are spreading your legs to multiple men there's no reason that your bills should not be paid there's no reason that your children should be going hungry there's no reason why you are not driving somebody's car there's no like i don't understand girls that that sleep around that are broke yeah yeah i i get that too i like, don't that perplexes me because you know, like, um, befuddled, hoodwinked, and bamboozled, you bitches. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, I noticed too that when it comes to the misguided whore, you know, a lot of times she's trying to figure out the mechanics of, you know, of being a whore. Like, she she knows that she probably has a friend that's a successful whore. Okay, who's accomplished in every regard to the whore society. All right. She has the the look, the clothes, the the car, whatever, and she wants a piece of it. So a lot of these girls are trying to find themselves within this world or community of people who Real indulge. Shit. And to some degree, I mean, you can you can almost tell when you run into them because they are drink to a point where 
they don't have the same standard anymore. So the conversation between the two of you will switch. Yeah. And she won't even catch that you talking up on the pussy. Real talk, real shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she's not headstrong enough to be up front, be a little bit more subtle with the drinking. Yeah, I'm going to take a couple of shots, but I'm not going to get fucked up because you still got to pay for this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you you meet novice whores a lot. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that, You meet a novice whore every day, whether you're trying to or yeah. not. They just, sometimes I mean, they don't know they're whores. And it's a lot of novice nigga whores, too. Exactly. And see, that's my thing. The male, that's what I'm saying, the male whore, like, he comes from somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I say he definitely exists. Not Maybe not in the sense of being preyed upon and being used up, but in the sense of laying out himself, spreading him, himself thin, the male whore comes about. Now, right. with the way that the world looks at the whore, is the male whore justified? And Now, in what you said in the sense of being a hunter... It sounds like you you're saying, well, would you think that the male whore is justified? Um, considering that I placed a point behind why a male whore makes more sense, I would have to probably say no, it's not justified. Okay. Um, I think, I mean, I think that that's just a double standard that we as people just have to accept. You know, um, the world doesn't want you know, whores, you know, running our country. Right. The, you know, shit. I don't think there's no man who wants a whore raising his children. Real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, the responsibilities of a woman, no matter how you look at this conversation, you know, the responsibilities are a little bit more strenuous and a little bit more detailed and dedicated than what we expect of our men. Right. Now, the fact that, I mean, we still have to be fathers and we still have to be, you know, the head of household and things of that nature. I can't really give you a reason why it's okay for a man to do what he does. But just the nature of a man, you're knowing you're knowing in your mind that he was built to be a predator. He's right. he's supposed to hunt for the food. Right. Now the food could be the money, the food could be the the grocery, and the food could very well be the women. You know right. what I'm saying? Because yeah, all of these things that he acquires ultimately adjusts him to the circumstances within your household. He knows how to better cater to the lust and loin that you possess because he went out and got all of this experience previously or presently. Right. He you know, he's getting his, his experience. Okay. So he's bringing home the experience to you. Not saying it's right. right. But that's just how it is. All right. I you know. You. Um, I think in I think in society we would much rather have a experienced man to teach a woman how to be a lady in the sense of bedroom etiquette right. than for a woman to raise a man up to be you know a man in the bedroom because you still I mean, but you still you like that I don't know because that kind of you you gotta learn it from somewhere. You're not you, learning your stroke from listening to another dude. Right. I I get that part as far as like the performance, but what I think what I think people wouldn't so much appreciate is a nigga getting bitched in the bed, like, lay down, do this, do this. You ain't doing this right, you not doing that right. You know, it's a little bit more easier when a woman is not so much in you know, experienced. Right. You know. Wow. 
Penrose gets the motherfucking party started. <laughs> hey, man, again, shout out to everybody that's on the goddamn Twitter feed. Uh, I'm sitting here with BJ as we're discussing being a whore, and I'm reading all of y'all fucking comments and all y'all some, y'all some live motherfuckers, man. <laughs> uh, y'all some live motherfuckers. Shout out to uh, York Peppermint Petty, a.k.a. VJ Burton, VJ Aye. underscore Virgin, uh, Burton. Um, she responded Ooh. earlier, I asked her, I said, <laughs> I asked her, you know, uh, what is a male whore? She said, a man who has community penis. Um, I also asked uh, Nick from the podcast, Queens. Um, Again, I.E., I.E., I motherfucking need. Yes, sir. Uh, (laughs) Hey, man, I saw... uh, Wellington G Savage's Twitter. <laughs> and uh <laughs> this nigga's trying to take out her and Talise. I don't know. I don't know. He hey. said some pretty inappropriate things, hey. but you know, hey, that I don't know, man. Shout out to the Savage. Um, but Nick said a man who drops his pants for anything walking. I also asked King K. He said, Any hoe is one who is irresponsible with the genitalia. Real shit. Yeah. So moving along. I guess since there is no actual justification for the male whore, that would kind of constitute why some of these uh, male whores decide that it's okay to be whores while uh, tied up. I won't even say in a relationship. Some niggas like to tie themselves up with certain women. There's necessarily no title there, but you're doing the things that constitute a relationship. Mm -hmm. Why do whores participate in cuffing season? Like, uh, what is the point? What are you yeah. getting out of this? You know... You're fucking your own you're game You're fucking up. your own game up. I was just going to say that. Like, <laughs> you know, I think I think sometimes even in cuffing season, it gets boring. You know, like, you got to think. I mean, yeah, it's cold, and yeah, it's not, you know, it's not the most, you know, welcoming weather, whatever you want to say about cuffing season. But I'm a person that... After so many days, I don't want you laid up all over me yeah, all day. Yeah, real shit. That you know shit do saying? get old quick. It gets old quick. Yeah. And, you know, and then you come home and repetition is always the death of any relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a, you know, homie love a friend or a girlfriend. My thing is, if we eat chicken every other day during the week, right? eventually you're going you gonna to readjust and say, look, I want something different. And I think that, that that hunger can extend itself into how you respond to a person on an intimate level, too. If True. it's the same, like, you know, it's only so many rooms within this apartment we could fuck in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. True shit. So, like, cuffing season for whores, it's just you bore with being a whore. Yeah. You might end up cuffing, like, three, four chicks. Right. <laughs> Up in this damn thing. Anyway. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I don't understand why a horse participate in cuffing season, too. And it's always, you know who complains the most during cuffing season? is the whore. Whore, You right. know you a whore. You know you like to sleep with other people. Why would you go tie yourself up with somebody else? And then niggas be killing me, yo. You don't just go get a girl that you can do a lot of shit with and a girl that motherfucking you might have to be like, damn, maybe I should stop fucking around. I really like this girl. You niggas go get bitches with kids. 
Right. Like, you tie yourself up. You're fucking, like, all of the, like, girls in your age range anywhere from, like, however old you are. I feel like your age range is, like, five below and maybe, like, six above. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. That's just how I feel. Anyway, you... You, you fucking in your age range, you fucking bitches with good jobs. You fucking bitches that you don't even like calling bitches. You like, you, you out here doing your thing. And then all of a sudden, you meet this girl with a fat ass at Banco's of all fucking places. Right, right. And you, you get tied up with this bitch, and you don't, and you, then you want to come to Rose House complaining. I don't give a fuck about this shit. Right. You want to know why? Because you knew what the fuck you was doing. You knew you liked to use your dick as a wetness tester. Nobody tell you to go get a bitch that got kids. That was, for one, why tie yourself up, period. Cuffing season doesn't necessarily mean tie up. I honestly used to feel like when I was out there, I felt like, yo, playing, playing during cuffing season, it was almost like being down by 20. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Because everybody want to be cuffed up. But what you don't, what you realize though, if you play the field during cuffing season, you find one or two chicks, the it, the the very lonely, depressed, crazy bitch, and you can spot that easy enough. And I'm not, no disrespect to anybody that's like for real suffering from depression and no shit like that. I, that was a general statement to say, bitch, you crazy. Anyway, and <laughs> the 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 chick that just don't let any nigga hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You find sometimes you find a jewel out there in all of that snow. So stop listen, man, if you like to play the field, stop cuffing bitches. Like you making and then you making it hard for everybody. But you know, I think the reason why they do that is because when you're playing the field, it's the ones that you wanna put in the game that don't wanna play. So you find yourself, you know, manipulating, which I never agree or, you know, understood the concept of that. A lot of times we do have reason to believe that, you know, in playing, you know, you have to be aggressive and you have to really work on certain people in order to get them to conform. Right. But if they telling you off the rip that they ain't trying to, you know, go that route with you and you still like kind of hounding them, I think that messes up the game too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's that chick who really looking for a boyfriend, and then you say, well, all right, cool, we can date, see what happened, knowing in your mind, a.k.a. I'm working on a pussy, but I ain't going to tell her that. Right. So by the time cuffing season is over, for some people, it's just starting for others. Right. And then here's this, you know, battered woman coming that, into right. the game talking yeah. about what some nigga did. When, yeah, exactly. Man, yeah, that's... If you niggas got to cuff a chick just to get pussy, you 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 weak. Yeah, you weak. that shit like, is if you, if you cuffing a chick that you've been, like, dating for a minute and then you want to cuff her because you really want to move on, that's cool. Like, she ain't got you no pussy and you think that's the right thing. Rose can't tell you what to do. But if you for real, like, plotting a cuff a chick just to fuck, you lame as shit, yo. Like, if you can't tell the truth just to get some pussy, like, real shit, for all you niggas that lie, for all you niggas that got to run game, like, this is kind of on topic, but off topic. You're lame. Mm -hmm. No nigga should ever have to lie to get a piece of pussy. I've never been in a pussy and told a broad I loved her that I didn't love. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Shit. I've never been kissing on some broad and been like, I love you just to get her. To like, you niggas is lame as fuck. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if you, I put it to you like this. I'm not going to call you lame men because I don't know what you do as men in order to survive and provide for your families and things of that nature. So you may not be lame men, but your game is whack. I will say that. If you got to tell a chick you love her, if you got to lie just to get some pussy, you're garbage. 
So anyway, and and you can't even call yourself a male horse. Some niggas wear that shit as a badge. If you're out here trying to get notches on your belt just to say you did it, you can't lie and say I love you. That that's like going against the game. It's like if you lie and tell girls that you love them just to get pussy, then that means you can't be mad at Drake for using Ghost Riders. And yeah. fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, valid point there. And you niggas stop that. Stop doing that shit. But it's you know, okay. also there's a different type of whore that we gotta acknowledge too. We gotta acknowledge the whore that sells herself short. She don't have the numbers. Okay. But she constantly sells herself short. You're a whore too, if you think about it. In the sense of like, what do you mean? Like when you okay, let's just say that she got a homegirl. That's the shit. Okay. And her homegirl gets the attention. Okay. So she'll sell herself short for that attention by just about doing anything. Oh, I feel you. Like, you're a whore, too. Your homegirl, for real, for real, went out, hung out with, like, three niggas, got drunk, never fucked none of them, ate good, and somehow woke up with a new Gucci bag. Right. And, and you, you think like, you sat in on right. sideline like, damn, you which one like she fucked? like two niggas dicks that night and got and some then <laughs> And got made to take the bus home. Like, right. Like. So, you know, that's the new age whore. Like, stop, you know, stop pocketing, side watching what other motherfuckers is doing because some people just got the luck of the Irish. You know what I'm saying? It ain't right. so much that, you know, they laying down with motherfuckers or whatever. Some people just inherit favor. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. Like, that's just real shit. But you got that one that just about do anything for just a, like a small percentage of that attention or just to have that one dude come through like yeah you right you there, selling yourself short yeah. you are yeah that's real shit yeah i think, I think that's and because i wrote down some reasons why i think people are whores and i wrote one of those reasons is loneliness mm-hmm. i think people will men, men and women um now i almost find it sadder when men do it like i almost see girls being lonely and sometimes getting a little vulnerable. Right. But like lonely men, you should never be lonely as a man. If you again, if you're a lonely man, you're probably one of them niggas that was cuffing during motherfucking uh I mean trying to hoard during cuffing season and you fucked it up for yourself. That's probably why you're lonely. You're garbage. I feel like men should have enough uh enough zest and zeal about themselves to be able to even if you're not attracting a woman to fuck to always be able to have some type of female companionship around. Right. You, if you can't, you're lame. Like, fuck that. You're whack. Um, but loneliness, when it comes to a woman, I think women that enjoy that company, that don't, that don't seem to find that company any other way, your conversation is not that good. For some reason, you're running into dudes that you just don't even want to vibe with. Whatever the case may be, sometimes loneliness will attract Random dick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You allowing yourself to whore around. Now, this is not whore in the typical sense like we've been talking about, but you are whoring. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You are being a whore at this point. So if you are, you know, like I said, loneliness might uh, play, into, play into that. Um, what about these, these people that whore around because of daddy issues? Is, now, is it... Can, can we blame them? And when I say daddy issues, that's just, uh, again, my funny way of saying psychological issues. There's some people out here that mentally, like, might be fucked in the head and they're using sex as a suppressant. 
They don't mm-hmm. want to smoke. They don't want to drink. They just fuck a lot. Yeah. You know, like, um, daddy issues is like a whole nother conversation for me because I don't think that's an excuse. Because okay. even as, even as a, you know, a young dog, I had daddy issues. Okay. But I still had uncles, too. Right. I had a granddaddy. I right. had, you know what I'm saying, big cousins. Like, how, like how much of an excuse can that really be if you had responsible and admirable men somewhere in your, in in your, your life? life. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. And then, too, when we talking about whoring, you can't fuck your daddy. There you go. And if you are, he's a nasty, nasty motherfucker. motherfucker. Right. So, like, how, like, how does... Your daddy not being around make you want to suck dick. Make your pussy irresponsible. Yeah, real like, shit. You know real what I'm talk, saying? Like, bro. that shit makes no sense to me. Real talk. You know, I, I understand, like, you know, knowing how to decipher when you're being misused, abused, or, you know, manipulated. I understand that. But that's not ultimately just a father's responsibility. I understand protection. Right. And, you know, under you know, having that person that, that guards you even from yourself. I get that, but how is it that your daddy not being there didn't stop you from dealing with men altogether? Right. You really, still, right. Was, you still were getting boyfriends. Get. Exactly. If your daddy not being around, because like a lot of motherfuckers would be like, oh, well, uh, I wasn't raised by men the correct way. My father wasn't around. I didn't know how to. All right, bet. You're telling me this while still in the stages of performing these things. If you already know, like, you know, I'm fucked up. Now, right. again, I'm not saying that anything is that easy to break, even if you recognize it. But what I will say is if you do recognize it, go somewhere where somebody can help you. I'm pretty sure just like they stop people from smoking crack, there's somebody that can stop you from just uh, sucking random dick on the weekends. Right. Somebody can help you with that. You know what I'm saying? Some of you girls are walking around with the dick ring around your mouth. <laughs> your lips is always dry and chapped. It be summertime. You got the most chapped-ass lips. Every time a nigga get in your car or your friends get in your car, your mother has even asked you a couple of times, why you got so many ketchup packets in here? All you go to is Coney. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stop it, okay? You know what I mean? You can get help with that. <laughs> so I kind of feel BJ. Real shit. If, uh, if you don't know how to treat your husband the right way because your daddy wasn't around and your mother never had another man in the house, I, I'll give you that. If... I don't know. For some of you women, and this is not throwing a joke at this. This is real. Some women who who deal with abusive men is because they saw their daddy be abusive. Right. Their daddy abused their mom, but for some reason loved the shit out of them. Well, not for some reason. Right. But you know what I'm saying? So even that, I can see that to a degree. But for all you ladies out here that's blaming your fucking inflamed throat on the fact <laughs> that your pops <laughs> stopped coming around. Shut yeah, the fuck up. Get out of here with that bullshit. Um, now, reasons I will throw out there. Power, thrills, greed, and personal abandonment. I feel all of that leads into being a whore. Right. You don't give a shit sometimes, so you just like, fuck it. Throw caution to the wind. I don't understand anybody that's still fucking people on the first night raw, but hey. Hey. That's your life. <laughs> Personal abandonment. Um, thrills. Now, I got a question, though. What's up? Now, in the event of a a random fuck on the first night, uh-huh. are there, like, guidelines to what you do in the act? 
Fuck yeah. Now. I've never eaten a chick's pussy that I met on the first day. Never in my entire fucking life. So, like, in in a sense. As many sexual conquests as as I've had, I can probably still remember every last one of them. I know I've never done it on day one. Because that would have been my question. Like, okay, for a person who doesn't want to sell themselves short in the experience, can either of the two be considered a whore in that regard? Like, if, if you do it on the first time? Like, yeah. every time or just half period? Just half period. I don't I don't think that would constitute you as a whore because there's, there's definitely plenty of girls that I know that are stand-up girls. Well, I ain't going to say plenty of girls. There's girls in, or women, I should say, that I know that are stand-up women and are not whores. And at least I don't know them to be whores. And I may have had sex with them and for real got my dick tucked the first time it ever happened. Right. Like, on some... Like, I, I'm not going to divulge the quickest I've ever had sex with a woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I will say, even in that uh, small amount of time, the chick ended up being a really cool person. I don't know, you know, what she where, where she is or what she's doing now with her life, but at that time, she didn't seem like she was a whore. It just seemed like, hey, you know, so that's one of those things you kind of, it's 50-50 with me on that one. You know what I mean? Because you probably are a whore. I mean, you gave it up to me, like, that quick. But then again, what if you didn't? What if I was like, what if that was the first time you did that? As many times as, like, girls would be like, I've never done that before. And we never want to believe them. They had to be telling the truth at least once. Yeah, right, You know what I'm saying? So. Because I always wonder, like, what did, like, is it, like, is it just for the sake of standard that you don't do it the first time? Or. I shouldn't eat your pussy for the first six months. That's the way I look at life. Oh, see, I've never heard that before until today. Like, okay, I feel you. I mean, you know, well, like... I'm not saying that that's always going to stand up. Clearly, that doesn't always right. stand up. What I'm... That, it's like when you go to when you go to the dealership and you're trying to talk the nigga down from 35000 to 325 Sometimes you settle on 3375 and you still drive off with a brand new car. I don't want to eat your pussy for six months, but if you cooking me good food and fucking me right and raising my kid and all of that... Hey, shit. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? You never know what's right. going to happen. I um, get I, I get feel it. like you should try that, though, only in the sense of, you know, man, I feel like when we're younger, we rushing the shit so much. We just, we trying to play grown. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're doing, so you just rushing. I feel like, man, 30 plus, three months to me is not even long enough to be like, yo, let's be in a relationship. Relationship, right, exactly. I still don't know you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, it's like, in that sense... I love to fuck. Like, I love fucking. So, since I love fucking so much, I feel like I love to do everything that is a part of fucking. Mm -hmm. So, let me just fuck one person. I like eating pussy. It just is what it is. So, instead, and and this is coming from a nigga who used to, for real, be a stone-cold whore. So, I understand doing this and, and everything that you're doing, you're doing... I would, well, I ain't gonna lie. I never ate multiple women. I, will, I won't say that. But the point is, I wanted to, and I couldn't. Because I didn't know you bitches. You know what I'm saying? Well, right. like, you know what I mean? I right. knew you, but I would only do it to this one chick. You know what I mean? So, you know, uh, I don't know, man. I Like I said, I've never done it on the first date. Every time that I have done it, outside of maybe the First or second time I've done it, I've tried to wait in the sense of I don't really know you like that. 
You know what I'm saying? And see where the chick is coming from. Let me see if eventually, I'll, are you just fucking me? Whatever. I really don't want to be putting my mouth on you if you fucking some other dude. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Protected or not. That just, mm-hmm. just the whole thought process. It's right. like when Will Smith caught his mama and leaves his daddy and he was like, mental picture. Yeah, right, I don't even right. want to think about that shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's just, nah. So for me, but like I said, if you're eating it on the first night, hey, you know, whatever. But I, Rose's never done it. Penrose versus anybody versus any chick. I've never, well, not anybody in that sense. Penrose versus any chick. I've never done it on uh, one first day. Never, ever, ever. Yeah. I, you know, I just, that's one of my issues with being a, like a whore because I think that I had whore potential. Okay. But I was just too, like, I was just too paranoid to, like, not give a fuck. Live that whore life. Live that whore life. Like, you know, like, I've always, I've always kind of, like, like, straddled that fine line. Like, you know, if I'm dating you, like, typically, I don't have sex with the women I date. Right, I feel Because I feel like that's a distraction from getting to know you and whatever the purpose is for us dating. Right. When you're dating somebody, ultimately, that's your intention to have something to do with them for real. Right. So I would never, like, sleep with them. But I would definitely have a few on that e, I can, e, you know, e, go sure. and, you know, holler at on that tip. After this date, I'm going to drop you off, and then I'm, I'm about to hit right. the east side. And, and that's and how it's going it down. Yeah, of course. So I've been that guy that had two or three at a time to do that with. But mm-hmm. I never in my own mind looked at it like a whore but eventually they're going to approach you and say well you giving me limited sex like you're not giving me the full expectation of what the experience is supposed to be so what's up with that and then it fucks me up in the game because I'm like well it's two other ones over here one that I'm a little bit further engaged in the second one kind of look better than you so I'm selling you short, like so. It I'm never to get works out of here, actually. right? It right. never works out for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I've always been curious to that because sometimes that one thing that you're not willing to do is like that one thing that may change the whole situation for the better. Yeah, real shit. I mean, I used to real shit when I was young. I used to be dumb. Like I never for real. I've never done it on the first date. But I used to for real. If I took you out on a date and you didn't like suck me off the first time. I wouldn't call you no more. Oh, wow. This was young Rosé, though. You know what I mean? This is young, dumb Rosé. I mean, you young and you got decent amount of money, you do dumb shit. You know what I mean? So, anyhow. Um, I don't know. Because when you're young and broke, you be like, nah, baby, please. please. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know, man. People who do it on the first day, I'm not mad at them. That's, that's the way you live your life. Just, I feel like, because anytime, see, and this is my thing, too, like, when you getting ready to fuck somebody, if it's even if it's the first time, if it's one night stand, whatever, first initial thought is to throw protection on. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when you are engaging in oral sex, you don't think about that. And nine times out of ten, nothing comes out of it. But what about that one time where, you know what I mean, you wake up the next day and you got a bump on your lip. Now you got a bum bump. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all you had to do was not put your mouth down there. Your dick is fine. Her vagina is fine. Whoever didn't have the problem, you're fine. You want to know why? Because y'all wore protection. But y'all did that oral shit. And now don't get me wrong when I say that. Or Rose is not down talking fellatio. <laughs> I am the please 
Listen, I feel like <laughs> fellatio, getting some head, giving your ladies some head, that makes the world go around, man. Like, the world is a circle. You feel me? It's a big-ass circle. It's only one time in your entire sexual energy that you will ever be a complete circle with your lady. And it's in the 69 position. Suck your man's <laughs> dick. Eat your lady's pussy. Gay ladies eat each other. Gay men do it however you however you do it. Just get in that circle. God damn it. I wish you could see my face right now. I'm so serious. I look like Chappelle when he asked that nigga to turn them shits up. God damn it. Whoever you are fucking to look at them right now. I don't right. give a fuck if you turn this on at work. Tell your boss you need 15 minutes. Go Snapchat that pussy if it's cool. Skype that nigga. Whatever the fuck you got to do to get in touch with your significant other right now and somehow get in a circle. I'm telling you. That was, I don't know where the fuck that just came from. Right. But you suck a little bit more dick. You eat a little bit more pussy. Your relationship is going to go way further than you ever thought. You motherfuckers be tripping on like silly shit. Like I had to think about that too. Like, man, I be wanting that, 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 that. But then it's like, I can do that shit on my own. Like right. shit, like certain shit. Don't get me wrong. I was in a relationship, people are supposed to do certain shit. But shit that I can do on my own, whatever. I'm getting a little off base. But what I'm saying to you motherfuckers is, I guarantee, I guarantee motherfucking tea that if your household is in disarray right now, if you are in a relationship and your household is in disarray, one of you two are not performing oral sex on the other. I guarantee you. <laughs> There's not two people out here right now who consistently give each other head and have a horrible household. They fight every now and then just like normal people. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He do dumb shit every now and then. She do dumb shit every now and then. But they're still good. Bills are paid. You know what I mean? He fucked around and blew 200 at the titty bar the other night. She cussed his ass out, but he made it right back. That's normal. They're moving on. But if you motherfuckers who fight every day, hurting each other, saying mean shit, one of you two is not doing it. Trust me. Well, both of y'all ain't. Anyway. My bad. Kind of got a little yeah, yeah. But That's real shit. It's real, though. Don't be a whore at your own house. How about that, <laughs> motherfuckers? Um, moving right along. Where we at? How long are we at? We are just under an hour. All right. Um, and again, uh, more reasons real quick. Like I said, power, thrills, greed, enjoyment, personal abandonment. I feel like, yo, you feel, some dudes get them notches on their belt and they feel like they the shit. Like right now, if it just, of course not on air if you don't want to, but if we was just having a conversation and some some random chick that you didn't know was like, yo, how many? Would you be embarrassed to say your number? Nah. Nah? Mm-mm. Okay. Definitely not. Especially mm-hmm. not for... I would be more embarrassed to tell a person that I care for than to tell I a mean, person that I don't know. Well, when I say random, I mean just... Well, I won't even say random. Just to be asked out of the blue, I'll say. Oh, no. Like, not even then. Because, like I said, like, all this experience I'm getting got me fucking right. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't, I can't be mad at 
what I've been gifted with. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not even to be on no arrogant shit, but nah, I'm saying gifted in a sense of this is how women wanting to present this package to me. Right. I can't, you know, I can't be mad about that. Now, have I made some missteps after getting it? Absolutely. Oh, of course. We you all know, have. it's a lot of experience that comes with activity. So you mm-hmm. just got to respect it. But am I just out here hitting whatever? No. Nah. Right. I think. Like, you know, I might get a lot, but I get a lot from people that I've known for, you know, essential amounts of time. Yeah, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? I know their parents. <laughs> I know they're in case of right. emergency contact. contact right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not no random bitch I met at Denny's. Nah, no, I feel you. you know what I'm saying? Yo, so. if you're fucking a bitch you met at Denny's, like, real sh- Yo, they kind of brought this up on Drunken Nights while we was down there. Remember the nigga was like, you fucking the waitress at Denny's, man. Probably something wrong with you anyway. It was like, what the, what the, where she work got to do with anything? And the nigga was like, hey, working in the biz? Hey, bitches at Denny's, fuck that. Real shit. Hey, real shit, man. I, I ain't been to Denny's in like six or seven years, but... Anytime I ever win that motherfucker, I used to just always be like, this is one of the nastiest. It just feel weird yeah, going it in. Feels, it feels like a trucker diner. Like, yeah. It's like the only shit open at 3 in the morning. Yeah. It's like, nah. The bitch who's serving me pancakes just got done giving some sloppy in the back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To the cook who right. didn't wash his hands. Right. After, yeah, and nah. you know this, but you're hungry. <laughs> like, fuck! Some bullshit. Anyhow, man. Um... I don't know. Moving along. Can you have a list and not be a whore? Um, Can you have a, a long list? Can you... Now, a two, okay, two-part question. Can you have a list and not be a whore? And what, in your eyes, is an acceptable list number-wise for a woman? I was always in belief that half of your age isn't considered a list. So if a woman is 40, as long as it's 20 and under, she's good. She's good. Okay. Because it all, I mean, nah, if it's 20 in a year, nah, bitch, you still a hoe. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, like, in a sense of, well, now that I think about it, that's still not really an adequate assessment because you still got to count years that they wasn't even thinking about fucking. Exactly. Some you know chicks ain't started fucking today. It was like 2025. Yeah. So, I mean, just to throw out, just to throw out an idea, I would probably say anything, anything within like 15 and below. I'll give you a pass. All right. No matter the age. No matter the age. All like, right. Because my thing is this. Like, you know, how can you really say, like, under what conditions did she get his ass up? Perfect. You know what I'm saying? Nah, she could have got finger banged by two or three of them. That's that still That's still considered sex for some people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or a motherfucker fucked her and pumped and two minutes he was done. That's not right. sex. You know I what I'm saying? You know, you just got caught slipping. That's right. all I did. So it's like different <laughs> dimensions to it. But like if you like 20 and up and shit and your shit still climbing and you still looking for, you know, that dynamite JJ right. Dick, bitch, no, nah, something wrong. Something wrong. Something wrong. You. you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Uh, an acceptable list for me would probably be around that same thing. Like, I would hate, 
Now, see, at, at my age now, if you told me 15, if you're around my age and you say 15, I ain't mad. Right. That's, that's you know, in today's world where everybody seems to be fucking everybody, that's quite a fucking accomplishment. Um, <clears throat> if you're 25 and you got 15 under your belt already, bitch, there's something wrong there's with something you. There's something wrong, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you're, like, shout out to the chicks that's like 40 and they like 10 and under. You know what I mean? I ain't mad at that. Yeah, I can accept that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A chick that's 40 something, she probably was in a couple relationships for a while. You know what I'm saying? If she's single now, that means she got a heart broke before. So she took that like three, four year hiatus where everybody still thought she was getting banged out because she lied because she ain't want to be the girl that wasn't getting no dick. But she wasn't getting no dick. So if you're 40 with 10 and under, I'll give you that. Right. But I also believe you can have a list and not be a whore. I feel like you can have, like, let's say, let's say you you, you mid thirties and you got you like one hundred fifty deep. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. But I feel like we're having that list. You're not necessarily being. Re- what if you're not necessarily being reckless? What if you're just out here? Everything's everything's protected. Everything's clean. You're not just sleeping with. I mean, I guess to get to 150, you're gonna be sleeping with some randoms. A lot of those are randoms, but you're not out here being again reckless or irresponsible with the genitalia, as King Ko says. Right. You know what I mean? Um. I I don't know. People are gonna definitely look at this differently, but I feel like there are some ho- there's some whores out here that don't have much on their list because you're a whore because shit you got banged out by five dudes at one time. That's whore shit. I don't give a fuck when you, when that happened. You're still a whore. I mean, there's some girls right now that are very very good wives to their husbands. And don't do anything reckless. And in their 20s was fucking slutting around and running trains. And these niggas that never know it. Yo, you listen. You in New York and you meeting girls from Michigan. You in L.A. and she from Iowa. You, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. These girls don't come from like little ass towns and move to big cities on purpose. Not in the sense, if they not out there looking for, like, trying to be somebody, they just told you, oh, yeah, I just moved it. And they do a regular job, that's because they got caught sucking, like, the, the like they were sucking the whole board of education. And somebody filmed that shit. And now that whore is where they come from. And they got to leave. You know what I'm saying? And most people are not checking for fucking Iowa on YouTube. So don't nobody see that shit. Right. You know what I mean? That's how that, that's how that fucking rolls all the way down. Now, the thing that I, I want to express, too, when it comes to, you know, having a list and still being considered a whore, I feel like if if you up there a number to, like, I mean, the high double digits, like past 15, you right. know, 15 is, like, almost like a standard. It's not too bad, but it ain't too good either, so you just, like, ride in the middle. Yeah. But if you still, like, in pursuit of random penis... After you get to that double digit number, yeah. then you kind of look like a hoe. Yeah. If you're now you should rags, be like, yeah. you should be like settling in on like, I want some boyfriend dick yeah, now. Yeah. You might, you might get fucked up. You might get past fifty. You might get to about eighteen because a nigga might, you might get with the next yeah. nigga. You might not like, 
But yeah, you real shit. If you pass fifteen dicks and you still looking for random dicks just to be like, oh, yeah, I did that. yeah, yeah, just to get your you know rock off or whatever Again, you want to call it. They got help groups for that shit. Yeah, you out here fucking for no reason. You better stop that. Yo. And you know that's another reason why I think that it's okay. Well, not okay, but it's typically justified for men to be whores is because they actually created a condition for men who have that issue. True shit. The first time you ever heard of having a sexual addiction is when my mans was cheating on Hallie. Uh, uh, Eric, Eric Benet. That's when it hit for real. That's in when the, it hit for real. In the, in the black community, for sure, for sure. And <laughs> when niggas start talking about it a lot. Hell you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, that was the first exposure to like justification that we got like oh okay that's for real like so, but can can women not have a sexual addiction i mean they can now <laughs> <laughs> say before that was just nasty hey, ass a nasty hoe. you know what i'm saying yeah, no nah, but you know i don't know like i personally believe that not to even say that women should want to you know but even if you choose to just be as responsible as you can. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. don't be a hoe for a hoe nigga. You know what I'm Real saying? Shit. Like, we talked about this on uh, uh, Paradise. No, it wasn't even Paradise. It's just fucking foreign or domestic. Domestic, right? We you talked know, about this. You got to be a hoe for the right, you know, for the right type and the right price too. Because yeah. whatever they giving you, it should be worthy of you, you know, lessening yourself if that's what you choosing to do. But if you know, after y'all done. He pull up at Denny's and give you a seven dollar T bone steak with some dry ass eggs. And you for real smashing that shit. And some yeah. of you bitches put your Denny's plate on Instagram. Shame on you. <laughs> Take a cold ass picture. Yep. <laughs> Very high resolution right. too. You make right. sure you go in your shit and turn that low res off. High res, no flash, bitch. Denny's. <laughs> and you turn your location on, like. Right. A lot of people. That's. I think a lot of you dummies do that. And don't realize your location is on. Like, Columbia Drive? Like, bitch, ain't shit open on Columbia? Like, well, I don't, we don't have a Columbia Drive. I'm just using that as an example. My point is, hoes, stop taking pictures of Denny's plates and fucking Coney Island six-piece wing snacks and motherfucker. Yo, real shit. Stop taking pictures of your Red Robin. Stop taking... You can't even take pictures of Red Lobster no more, yo. If you're not paying, like... Take pictures of your drinks. Stop, actually, fuck that. Stop taking pictures. Nah, I can't tell you. Stop taking pictures of your food. Eat good. Tell right. people where it's at. But some of you motherfuckers take pictures of the wrong shit. I don't know. And there's a lot of you girls out there that can't cook, and you're feeding your man a bunch of bullshit because somebody liked your picture on Instagram or Facebook. Stop it. You, it's, you other girls be fucking friends and tell these girls that they suck at cooking. Before they man is at your door knocking on it. It's just real true shit. You ever wonder why your man's is always asking what well, if your homegirl would bring over that motherfucking chili she made, he's probably fucking her. Anyhow. Keeping it in uh topic or on topic of what we were talking about. Again, man, today we was in the thread. I kinda threw out there that I'm dope with the pen and somebody told me to prove it. So, keeping it in topic. We are going to end this uh, with a poem by Penrose himself. Oh, and this shit. poem is entitled, Simply, Whore. 
I can imagine a bunch of niggas snapping in the background. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> what lies upon these lines is who I am, who I was, and who I'm trying to forget. I am a whore. I lust for her. I love her. I need, want, and fiend for her. But her who equals she is no one specific. Her insides are what I long for. Her kiss, touch, and smile are only prerequisites. Prerequisites I allow myself to enjoy because they allow her mind to enjoy the fact that once skeptical, she can now relax. And once relaxed, she's a victim. A victim of circumstance. A victim of lust and the need for me to fulfill personal desires. She's a victim of a whore. To the general public, I'm depicted as he. He who loves her. He who cherishes her. He who adores and appreciates everything about her. He who will never let her fall until she does. Because in all actuality, I'm an animal. A predator who preys on the feeling she's developed because I've convinced her that the broken heart from her last relationship is a mere stepping stone in a journey to the pinnacle called us. I'm a savage. A savage who feeds. Feeds on the fact that because I'm a good father, I have a decent job and my mentality far exceeds my peers. That shit turns her on. And to the boppers, I'm an ignorant nigga. An ignorant nigga who brags that all it took was a blunt in a bottle to take what God gave you as your most prized possession. I'm a whore. In all honesty, the prerequisites for, for mentioned I would love to enjoy. To have someone to hold and love. To know there is someone, no matter time or place, who holds you as their number one possession. But every time I have those thoughts, or the feeling brushes my soul, the cannibalistic side of me that longs for a vagina in my mouth asks my simplistic side, nigga, are you fucking crazy? So yes, I'm a whore, an addict, a lustful lover, a mere mortal whose penis has a cannibalistic attitude, a deceiver of emotions, a truthful liar, an oxymoron that actually makes sense. I'm a whore. The fingers that tiptoe up your thigh and the sweet nothings in your ear, the passionate love we make and the occasional times I've put my face between your legs for no reason mean absolutely fucking nothing. Because as much as we both enjoyed it, your emotions dictate how you feel, how you react, and who you are with me. But to me, you're not a slut, not a bopper, nor someone who should be disrespected. But you're simply a conquest in my own tale of Vinny Vetti Vici. A conquest in the tale of a whore. Thank you for tuning in to the very first episode. God damn, dog. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. I'm going to listen to this shit like 40 times so I can recite this to my house. <laughs> Bitch, it's coming. Just know. Um, yeah, man, that was whore. Damn. I wrote that shit maybe like 10 years ago, nine years ago, some shit yeah. like that. That's not new. I wrote that. Somebody asked me about it in the thread. I said I was dope with the pen. Um, that's for you to decide. Uh, so if you hear that and you like it, let me know how you feel about it. If you hate it, let me know how you feel about it. Again, this is Penrose versus anybody. This is uh, me being very unapologetic and inviting you to be very unapologetic as well. Uh, again, man. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Um, in the stew with me is everybody's favorite big cousin, Ten Toe Down, Tony McAroundy, Educated Stacy. There go BJ. Follow me at There Go BJ on the Twit and the Instagram. I'm about to go home and write a motherfucking poem, nigga. <laughs> Shit, dog. Um, hey, and my name is Penrose Eames, man. Catch me on Twitter at Penrose Eames. You're going to be able to catch the show still at Grime Empire. 
Uh, it may stay Grime Empire. It may change. I'm not sure of that yet. But again, this is the first official episode of Penrose versus anybody. Um, there's not a rift between me and my brothers. There's just some things that that change, and uh, Grime decided to go in a different direction. So, again, there's no more Grime Lords podcast. Uh, you can still holler at Russ Face on the Twit. You can still holler at Stabo Fresco Bar on the Twit at Young Stabby. Change that. But um, there's no rift between me and my brothers. Still love them niggas. Like you know. Like forever, man. We still hang like wet clothes. So, shout out to them boys. But again, there's no more Grime Lewis podcast. This is the first official episode of uh, Penrose versus anybody. Shout out to Talise uh, again for the beautiful cover art. Shout out to who I'm not gonna shout out. This, this is again what I was saying earlier. Yeah. You got it. You got it. I love the people inside my crew. I said that on Twitter early, uh, a couple of days ago. Um, hashtag my St. Thomas Connect. I won't say your name until it's time. You know what I'm saying? So, But she smelled good as a motherfucker, though. <laughs> Talise was my St. Thomas Connect um, a couple days ago. And again, man, we got some more shit in the works. And somebody else is dropping some beautiful shit for your boy Penrose, man. Pay attention to your family like, you, like your family. Pay attention to you. For sure, for sure. Again, man, this is anybody. Uh, I'm sorry. Penrose versus anybody. I'm fucking up my own shit. I'm nervous, man. I feel like I'm bringing some dope shit to y'all for the first time. Uh, shout out to everybody we fuck with, man. Shout out to the John Effect, man. John is f- promoting the shit out of all of you. If John listens to you and he likes you, he is promoting the shit out of your podcast, man. Shout out to at the John Effect, man. Listen to his podcast as well. Very dope, right. brother. Um, uh, yo, soon on one of the early soon to happen episodes of Penrose versus anybody, we're gonna have to Kenya talks on. The motherfucking show. Shout out to Takenya, man. Shout out to um, If y'all need to listen to that latest episode, she kind of going off about East, uh, not ECU, Eastern, uh, Eastern Michigan, yeah, EMU. Eastern Michigan. It's, Michigan. Uh, you know, it's a lot of racial shit going on up there, and she's voicing her opinion and her feelings about it. Um, and she has a guest on there, and they're talking about, I ain't going to even, just go listen. Um, so shout out to Takenya. Shout out to everybody in the pod squad. You know who you are. Again, shout out to everybody that was down in Columbus, Middles, man. We had a beautiful fucking time. Can't wait to see everybody in Vegas. Um, again, this is the first official episode of Penrose versus anybody. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us. Good morning, good evening, good night. Yeah. Then it don't make sense no. Cuban Master P going half on the winch yeah. I ain't Houdini, I'm the nigga with the bean yeah. About to hit the player club looking for a jean A 36, 24, 36 A hoogie with a big butt and some tits She gotta be rowdy, I mean be bowdy Shed a nanny with my boys or your owlie My elder, ride up with the 20 inch wheel Wood grain in the slant for the sex appeal Got them bumping, jumping, yeah. saying something yeah. How you do that, that the hoes keep coming There they go, there they go, there they go No matter how much